Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of the Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, everyone. And today we have a show for you that has Crimson Days in it, it's got TWAB. We talk about the, uh, the new boss fight for the Sundial. Uh, talk about the community event. And we'll talk about what hooked us on Destiny. So before we get into all that, we'll just talk quick about what we've been doing. Uh, basically, me is just the sundial, but what about you? Uh, Crucible. And Crucible and some more Crucible. You're almost at that uh, 1.0, KD. I, I am very close. Yes. I think I started, I think around Shadowkeep, I was like a point eight something. Yeah. So. Getting better, still bad at comp, but continue to practice that <coughs> yeah but other than that I mean just kind of that I mean trying to do a few raids here and there I'm going to try to raid it quite a bit this weekend and then I'm thinking about even trying to I might try to solo pit this weekend so, nice see that might be kind of on the back burner depending on how I feel so. yeah um Ooh, sure. on it now. I can't, yeah, it's, I have things going on in my life. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically i just been doing the, the sundial. I didn't really do a whole lot over the weekend. Um, but sundial, they have the new boss out, uh, Inotam. I think that's how you yeah. say it, Inotam. Yeah, I think Inotam, or, yeah, Inotam. <laughs> uh... Yeah, we did the uh, the legendary uh, sundial together, we did, we did. which was pretty. That was a pretty cool experience. <laughs> yeah, that was actually they did a really good job with this boss fight. I was especially after like everything with Vex offensive with the Undying Mine. Like, yeah, was I wasn't expecting. Like, I was expecting the exact same boss fight that we've had the last few weeks, but with a different. Yeah, power. it was. You know, it was like really cool. Like basically, you know, do your normal sundial get to the boss fight and then it was just kind of like it put you in like basically the quarters of time which was like really cool and then yeah then you just and it shoots to, you like, out to a different boss room and then like the boss's health is in three phases one for each of the uh, previous ones and then at the beginning you see the three scions and they all like fuse together to form one bigger scion it was really cool. They did a really good job with this, and I thought, like, overall, like, the mechanics were good. And it was actually, like, fairly challenging. If we didn't have probably the double bubbles, man, like... And the well. Yeah, and the well. Because what was he... Was it, like... He was shooting at something at us. It was, like, maybe, like... Well, with the... with Because the he goes through all three different phases, right? So he goes through yeah. the solar, the arc, and the... Uh, the void. So it had to be the, uh, the arc. The arc was the electricity that, like, he shot from the ground. Like, there would be a wave, and you'd see it on the ground. Yeah, yeah. But the like the that. solar is the stuff that, like, he just bombs you with. Is that what was... That's what was us? fucking us up, the, like, the, that first time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything else was yeah, fairly easy, except we all kept getting trapped in a void sphere. <laughs> yeah, and that's... Basically, we'd get trapped, and then that's when we would all pretty much, like... A bunch of us would die, and we would just be like, oh, shit. Bubble. We need a bubble. Yeah, you like... Bombs all of us and like three people die. It's like, oh, there's half our team. <laughs> Let's go. Yep. But overall, no, I thought Bungie did a really good job with this. Very pleased. Yeah. 
Um, I'm happy that it wasn't like something like the same. Yeah, they kind of like changed it up, so it seemed like maybe they learned a little bit from Vex Offensive. It wasn't a huge change, but it was a, it was a nice to see change. Yes, it was. It was just oh, I think we were all expecting basically something basically plain, and we got you know a little extra with it. So. Yeah, got some cheese on top of that. Uh, so sorry. Goddamn the yawn. Um. The only triumph I need now is the one for the uh, the community event that's happening. Oh, who is that? That was my phone. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the community event. Um, I can't remember what the hell the name is of it. Imperium something Foundation. Yep, the Imperium Foundation. Uh, so you have to donate like a whole bunch of Fractaline. You yeah, know. right now we the community's blown through like the first three phases. So in like last was it thirty six hours? That's what someone in the chat said. So say thirty six hours, a couple got days, up to one point two billion fractaline. Yeah, and now at the next school, I believe is two point two. And I I have a really funny feeling that Bungie is gonna like kind of troll us. Just move the goalposts. Well, kind of yes and no. Like, I, I feel like the in-between numbers, they may not, like, no. I feel like their final number, and I feel like they could really troll us on this. And this would be really cool if the final one was just all sevens. Yeah, that's what I've seen online is people say that. Like, that would be really funny just because, like, Bungie and, like, seven for some reason. But... Um, isn't that like, yeah, when, like isn't that like the the day they were founded was seven seven seven? Not really for sure. But I don't remember. I don't know, honestly don't know. Yeah, I'm not really for sure what their whole thing is with seven, to be honest. Um But yeah, I mean I everyone's yeah, killing it. I think this weekend we'll we really won't gain too much closer to that two point two. But once Tuesday hits again. Which, I mean, I'm investing mine. I don't know, like, if you've already thrown yours in or not. Uh, I did for the 5K, and then after that I'll just invest everything else. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to invest everything right off the get-go. Go from there, and then that last week I'll <clears throat> put the 5K in to get the Triumph. I might... Is it, you get Like, it's every 100 fractal line you spend, you get 25%. Yeah, so, yeah. I might dump some of that just to get some, like, weapon bounties just to see if I can get, like, a really good roll in, like, a perfect paradox or something like that. Yeah, I was doing that for a while, and then I was like, I don't really know if I want a good roll on any of these weapons. <laughs> like, perfect I already, paradox. Like, I, I already got a good roll on some of them, like Traveler's Judgment. I actually like that one quite a bit. And, um, I honestly can't think of anything else that I really want. I have a line in the sand, or not a line in the sand, oh, uh, yeah, a line in the sand with firing line Grenade on launcher. I have a good grenade launcher already. Oh, yeah. Well, look at you, Mr. Lucky Dog, getting all these god rolls. The shotgun maybe is the only Share thing, em. but even stop, then... Stop pouring them. They're not even god rolls, they're just rolls that I'm like, alright, I'm good enough with this, you know? Like, Yeah, just happy. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe a scout rifle. I know, um... The scout rifle, I was actually messing around with that 
few days ago. I didn't have like any of my weapons on my warlock. Hidden Lion was telling me he likes his scout rifle, so... Yeah, and it was, like, fairly good. I might kind of mess around with it a little bit more. Just to kind of see on how I like it. But, I mean... I'm a pulse rifle guy right now, so... And I have a really good sacred... So. I don't even know the name of this pulse rifle. Yeah, I, don't, I can't think of it. But the scout is actually pretty good. From, like, the little bit I messed around with. Mm -hmm. Uh... What else? Crimson. The announcement. Or not the announcement, but the uh, yeah, they, trailer. They, 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 they go through that in TWAB. So, okay. so for that. Um, community event. We already talked about that. Uh, the moment you knew you are hooked on Destiny would be next. Right. Uh, so, how about you go first? Well, I oh, you want me to go first? I, I, I haven't thought about this yet. Hi, JD. Really? You haven't thought about this yet? Oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, for me, man, it was probably... I, I don't remember... Did it release? September 6th of 2000 and... This is what, year 6? So it'd be September 6th, 2014? Yes. I still remember just waiting in line at GameStop on that day. Like, this is back when, like... I knew of Twitch but didn't like really know of Twitch and it was just like in that phase where it went from Justin.tv and like the Twitch and Amazon bought it I'm waiting in line at GameStop to pick up Destiny and people were like watching streamers play Destiny and I remember that first day dude I played Destiny I think I played like the first three missions which I already did because I was in the alpha mm. beta and I was just like dude I'm hooked like it was so bad, because I took that week... I don't even know if I slept that week. I literally just played Destiny nonstop, and that's when it was, like, super grindy, and it was, like, just, like, the perfect game for me, because it had, like... For one, the mechanics were, like, so good on console, and it was so focused on, like, PvE, and there really wasn't a lot of, like, open-world first-person shooters on console and I was just like dude and it had still had the P PvP if I wanted to go in and play some Crucible yeah for me it would be day one for Destiny but I asked this because I actually have never heard you like <coughs> say when you got hooked into Destiny uh, I think you played Destiny 1 for a little bit but yeah I, of, like... I talked about it um, like here and there I talk about it but yeah I played Destiny 1 when it first came out and I played it on 360 and, uh, like, I finished the story mode, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a cliffhanger. Like, I felt, like, a little, not betrayed, but, like, a little irritated, I guess. That there was nothing, now. yeah, that there was, like, there was no continuation of the story then. And then it's like, oh, you have to do the raid in order to, like, that's the next thing to do. And I'm like, I don't have, like, five people with me that, I have one other person with me that wants to play this game. So we just played Crucible, like, every now and then. I got really into Crucible, and then, I don't know, I just stopped after a while. I, I, I didn't have the money to, like, buy expansions and stuff, so. Um, yeah. Oh, online. <laughs> uh, so then after that, um, it's really funny, because then my dad got hooked on Destiny. Uh, like, independently from me, like, he was just playing it on his own, I didn't realize at the time. And, uh, that's, okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at the chat. Uh... 
Yes, he got hooked on it at the time. And then he ended up buying me the Taken King. Like the like, like the game with the expansions and stuff. And I just never bothered playing it. Like, I don't know why. He's just like, here, I got you this game. Like, we'll play together. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I already played that game. Uh, so, I, like, I completely missed out on that, man. Like, that was a, a bad choice yeah, for my That's when D1 started to, like, yeah. in terms of, like, just, like, everything got better. The grind was always been the best back in day one. I think when he bought me that, I started doing more YouTube. And so... Um, You're busy doing that stuff. Yeah, I was busy doing YouTube, so I was playing, like, golf with friends and all these other multiplayer games. And it was, like, connecting with those people. Um, the people I do the podcast with now and like all that kind of stuff. So I was busy doing that. But uh, yeah. yeah, I I completely missed out on Taking King and then when I heard saw Destiny 2 was coming um, I got into the beta or the demo they put out for that. I played the demo and I was like, this is really cool. Like I'm looking forward to it. And I was doing the podcast at the time, right? So like I figured, oh I'm going to play this and I'll report on the podcast like what my thoughts were. I'm like, yeah, Destiny 2, uh, like, the campaign's really good. Um, there's not a whole lot else to do if you're not um, raiding. So I just kind of just played with my dad and did strikes, because that's what we like doing. We do like doing strikes together. And it was me and my dad and one of my friends that I'm actually going to play Borderlands with tonight. So. 69, <clears throat> uh, thanks, JD, for the host. And um, it's, it's, it's such a weird story, because, yeah, it, it's a long story to get me hooked on it, but I, it just ended up being one of those things where I just kept playing it every day, and then I ended up just playing it every day. Um, I didn't do the trial stuff when the second expansion dropped, uh, Curse of Osiris. Um, I did that. I actually liked, Cur- like, I liked some of Curse of Osiris. It wasn't, like, you know, a huge, like, a lot of content there, but I liked oh, going right. through the story. The story was pretty cool. Like the campaign was pretty cool, um, and the forge. Yeah. I like I like the weapons that came with that as well, forge, and yeah. and the armor was really cool. Like I I still remember the the arms for my titan had like the thing on the side with the light that shoots shoots out. Yeah. It's pretty cool looking. Um, and after that, warmine hit, and this I like I actually like warmine, so I ended up going through all that stuff, just looking for everything else to do, getting all the exotics, all that good stuff, and. Um, I think the thing that kept me going throughout that content drought was I ended up getting the double pack for uh, Infinite Warfare and Destiny on my PS4. So I ended up playing through Destiny 1 <laughs> while okay. there was no content for Destiny 2. And Destiny 1 was like fairly new to me because I didn't play okay, through any yeah. of those expansions, right? So I didn't play any of those strikes or anything. So I was just playing through all that stuff. And then my dad catches me playing Destiny 1. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you were playing Destiny 1. I was like, yeah, let's play together. Let's go through this story mode. And he's like, all right. So he's showing off all this cool shit to me. Because he did the raids and stuff back then. Uh, he, used to do all, like, he used to do all the raids. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things where like I just ended up playing this game so much. And like watching the videos, I ended up getting hooked on the lore. Like, Bife, I just... Watch his hour-long videos, like, multiple times. And now here I am. Like, I ended up being part of a clan for a little bit. Didn't feel like, uh... Didn't feel like I was moving anywhere in that clan, so... Left that clan. I was gonna build another clan with my friend... Like, I actually... 
Destiny 2, I built a clan for a website, Charge Shot. And <laughs> really? I never actually I never realized that. I, oh yeah, well that was way before I met you. Um <clears throat> like that was year one, right? So I built that clan. It was like me, uh Lo, Justin, my dad, Chris. That was pretty much it. And then Justin and Lo didn't play it anymore. So it's just me and my dad and Chris. And then I was like, All right, you know what, this, this this is not going anywhere. I'm just going to disband this clan and join the other clan. So then did that, left them. Uh, all my friends were getting back into Destiny at the time. So I was like, all right, let's build a clan. Uh, I'll reach out on Twitter and see if anyone like wants to do anything. You guys responded to me, you and Mike. And honestly, most of the, the clan building stuff has been you and Mike. Like, I was just kind of here and like just been an active member and like talking to people. Uh, I mean, sometimes that's all you really need. I mean, always constantly having the Discord active typically really helps keep people, like, playing. Yeah, like, I feel like your strengths are more of, like, recruitment and, like, talking, like, as well as talking, while mine is mostly being in the community and, like, talking to everybody. Um, I think that's why we get along so well together with our clan. Probably. Uh... Because I can be shy at times, and I don't want to like go out and like talk to people. But you're you're really sociable, so I don't know about that. Hey, you're more sociable than me, so. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty- he did run an SO clan. He actually, because <clears throat> I'll kind of go back to Mike, my story, and I remember it was because like Mike and I, we've been pretty good friends for a while, and like we've worked at the same area, and I. It was like the week before Destiny release. I was like, "Hey, you, you getting Destiny?" And he was like, "Probably not." He's like, "I mean, I like the beta, but I was just like, he's like, I, 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 she's like, I just, I don't know. Like, there's like, there's just like too much coming out that I want to play." It's like, all right, well, I'm playing the crap out of it that first night, and like, it's like probably I don't know, sometime in the afternoon, I shoot him a text. I'm like, dude. You gotta get Destiny. He's like, is it that good? I was like, dude, you're gonna freaking love this game. It's like perfect for you because it's not like you know, it's sci-fi, it's RPG. Because like, Destiny One was a lot more RPG elements than Destiny Two by like a mile, and it's something I really hope that they kind of go back to. But I got lucky because when Mike came over, he picked up Destiny. He actually, we made a. Uh, Plan on the one that was actually uh, Guardians of Sony <laughs> on PlayStation Four, right? And we actually had like a really good clan uh, going, and we were always running log. I mean, there was periods of times where we would run literally. Because I worked weekends, and we would get up at uh, six a.m. on Tuesday. That's when. The weekly reset was and we would literally run three vlogs and three crotas in like probably like three hours like we had like some top tier people but then once like towards like end of like house of wolves like everyone started to kind of dismantle Mike kind of logged off and like that's kind of I would say kind of like when I kind of like didn't play destiny as hardcore I got a little bit more hardcore back with it. I think more Crucible and JD geared up. Uh, but I didn't really raid a whole, whole lot. I, 
mean, I, honestly, probably now is probably the most I've been ever raiding in general. Mm -hmm. Like, but yeah, for me, I mean, E one, day one for Destiny was when I was just like, dude, hooked, was hooked. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a, a slower burn for me, but it just ended up being one of those things that ended up taking every day. Like I would just come home from work and be like. Yeah, let's just boot up Destiny, get some gear. <laughs> Which is actually kind of funny, because we'll actually kind of skip ahead a little bit, and we'll actually answer one of our questions, because that was actually uh, one of our questions for the week from Hidden. Yes, uh, what keeps Destiny players coming back? <sighs> and Hidden, if you're listening, I will actually probably answer this question next week because we'll talk about it, but he asked what we hope for for next season. That will be a topic in next week's episode. Um, I, I just feel like, kind of answering, you know, what keeps players coming back from Destiny, I just feel like it's, it has kind of like, as it has gone more casual now, in terms of like, content, it's kind of you know, dropped. But I feel like it's a very easy game to pick up, because one, like, okay, it's easy to just hop in the Crucible and play a few games of Crucible. Well, if you're not a PvP player, well, you know, let me boot up a few strikes. And now with the roadmap, with how the seasons, like, everything's kind of being tinkered out every week. So there's always something new for people to hop on every week, even if it isn't, like, a significant piece of content, but it's something new. So they have done a really good job with, you know, rolling out content. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not, like, something crazy, like a new raid or something like that. But it's always something like, oh, well, here's this new boss in, you know, Vex Offensive. <clears throat> or a new boss in the Sundial. Or here's this new exotic quest line. Oh, Crimson Doubles. Yeah. Or Iron yeah. Banner, you know. They've always done a very good job of, like... If it, even if it's not a significant piece of content, if you're already playing Destiny, you're like, well this is going on so you know what let me hop in the destiny and next thing you know two hours three hours later mm -hmm. then you're already committed to something so you're like well i might as well just keep playing for the rest of the day or the rest of the week also um, like during iron banner during the point like um the beginning of destiny 2 when i was playing a lot i would always like throw on you know a movie a tv show or wrestling wrestling pay-per-views yeah. like those last three hours so like I would just be like alright I'm just gonna log into Destiny do some banties like grind some gear and also watch uh, Raw from 1999 like this is what I would do <laughs> yeah it's pretty easy like especially once you kind of get the hang of Destiny um it's kind of easy to kind of have like other things up and doing stuff unless you're like you're getting a group together to raid which right now like we've had fortunate we're getting a bunch of new people that really want to raid so like mm -hmm. we can start getting raids going more frequent but yeah it's it, it's so easy and especially I mean going back in terms of like there isn't a better FPS shooter I mean maybe you can maybe say Titanfall or Apex but, I mean Bungie makes some of the best shooting mechanics and I feel like that's something that really pulls a lot of people just on how good the game feels. And as someone that like swapped between Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 for a while there, they really upped their game with uh, like just movement as well. 
in the game. Yeah. Like, you couldn't mantle in the first one, and now you can. I know it's not 100% reliable, huge. but, like, it's a huge game changer. That is, no. that There are a lot of moments where clutch situations, you know, if it's yeah. Crucible or if it's, you know, in a raid or a nightfall, like, you're jumping and you happen to grab onto an edge when you're platforming, be, you know, huge. Yeah. Especially in Crucible. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so what keeps people coming back? I think it's just ease of play and able to multitask. Um, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So let's go into the TWAB. Yes. Uh, so this week at Bungie, we're calling in uh, reservations. It's been a wild week at Destiny 2, Inatum Oblivion's Triune. Uh, made their grand entrance into the sundial. Guardians descended upon Mercury weapons in handy here to protect the timeline from certain annihilation. While you're, you've prevented Scions from changing history, this isn't the last trial you'll face, not by a long shot. Which, by the way, when you do finish um, that quest line for getting that core back to the Tower Obelisk, I believe... Um, uh, off-center. Yeah, well, first off, yeah, it was off-center. Now that it's like forming up to be a beacon, it's getting it's better now. Um, but I was gonna say Osiris, like he said, you saving Saint restored the timeline. So like Saint Saint's here to stay, man. He's not going anywhere. I I'm pretty sure he's gonna end up being probably like the trials announcer. That's what I said. You kept saying no. So, so but <laughs> I don't know. I could also see him becoming the new speaker too, because he had, he talks about how he sits underneath the traveler and speaks to it. Yeah. So and we need a speaker. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, so the first three Imperium Foundation goals have been met with haste. One billion fractal line isn't enough for the foundation, and the next goal is currently in reach. Your next stop is two point two billion fractal line donations. Uh, we knew you'd rise to the challenge, but this. This is absolutely insane. Keep that fractal line coming. We're seeing quite a new a few guardians investing in their fractal line futures. Many are hitting the donation button to quickly earn some sweet time lost bit, uh, weapons. Uh, the the final triumph for the savior seal will be completed once the community completes the seventh stage of this event, which I also said, and you also said that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. <laughs> uh. We're excited to see a new title in the wild. Players will also unlock the ability to pre-order the Savior Bungie reward pin once they have completed all the trams for the seal. Uh, let's look at the calendar. We have some we have some beats to cover that are coming up quick. With the new season on the way in just over a month, you'll find details on Crimson Days in the Destiny 2 hotfix and patch note preview for Season 10. I'm excited for Crimson Days. I yeah. actually didn't do the last Crimson Days. So I, that's when I was like on my hiatus with yeah. Destiny. So since I've been playing so much Crucible, I'm kind of excited for Rebels. Um, I did Crimson Days last year, but I only did it enough to get the bow. I was it was getting to that point for me where I was getting a little bit frustrated with it and being like, I wasn't having as much fun as it as a used to. Yeah. So I took a took a bit of a break between then like kinda like now actually. Or taking a couple week break. Um 
Yes, you're feeling a little bit lonely, lacking a partner in your side of the heat of battle. Crimson Days is on approach, bringing the perfect opportunity for you to form an unbreakable Crimson Bond with a fellow Guardian. Crimson Doubles returns to the Crucible during the event, bringing explosive 2v2 combat to the fold. Uh, have you have you played 2s? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I like 2s. Um, back, I think I played a few of these matches with a friend of mine, and it felt really cool, like, because there wasn't so much... Good. It, yeah, it wasn't. You didn't have to think so much about other guardians, because you just had to keep two in your mind. And if you team up, you're more likely to win than. But I'm gonna answer <laughs> JD's comment here. If they would happen to do Gambit Perfected, <laughs> that would be that would be horrible. Trials for of some re- Trials of Gambit. If somehow, for some reason, this <laughs> didn't unlock trials and, like, we didn't receive trials, like, the community would, it, it wouldn't be beautiful. Let's just say that. You like, thought you it saw, would be rough. You thought you saw Pitchforks before. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously I think with, uh, where the, uh, like, the tracker is, being in Crucible, being up top, I, I'm, I mean, come on. Come on. It's going to be trials. Yeah. So, like. uh, so it says here, stay close to your partner. You'll each have a high, uh, a heightened ability regen as long as you retain your Crimson Bond. If you stay too far away from each other, opponents will be able to see your every move. If you'd rather take your partner out uh, for a stroll in one of Destiny 2's PvE activities, Shax will offer bounties for you to complete in a two-person fire team. Uh, Interesting. As you complete Crimson Double matches and bounties, you and your partner will be showered in delicious candy hearts to sweeten the deal. Daily and weekly bounties will offer double XP. So there you go. If you're not finished your uh, season pass, this is a chance for you to get that done. I hope the next season they eliminate so much double XP. Really? Why? Yes. Uh, Because of the artifact. Is the power bonus people receive from it like there's people that have like season rank like 300 because they all they did was just deliver candy what's your season rank I don't like think it's that high though 250 something maybe get up there I don't know I just 220 maybe I, th- I think just this season focused way too much on bounties well it's cause they had the uh they have Christmas and Valentine's Day what are we gonna have next season uh Easter. Easter. And maybe a summer summer oh, event? I don't think they do Easter. They definitely do Easter. They do Easter. Yes, 100%. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Revelry. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think they have a summer event, though. No. Like, they have summer items sometimes, which I, I have. This, uh, I'll go into it next, next episode. We'll get <laughs> a little bit more details on what predict for next season what we could see uh, I'm just happy that some of the, I'm just happy that some of the people that missed out on that double XP the first time can get it now and finish off their season pass uh, Bright Dust will also be rewarded when completing your weekly bounties which is nice I like that uh, this is only a week as well I think right uh, as you begin to stockpile uh, confectionary hearts there will be exchanged with those shacks for Crimson Day themed the rewards Playing two new is like sparrows ride in tandem to show the strength of your crimson bond. I like I like the idea of the sparrow. Like uh, you and a buddy, like 
say. Ride each other and the uh, stuff there comes is up. from February 11th to February 18th. So yeah, a week. Yeah. Uh, if this is your first Crimson Days event or you didn't earn enough hearts in years past, rewards from previous events will also be available to earn alongside the new sparrows. So the old sparrows, the old uh, emotes, all that good shit. Even the vow is coming back. I had someone complain, like I was playing with last year. I think it was yeah. a random. And he, he was complaining how, like, the Vow's the only solar bow. But I clearly got a solar bow from the, uh, the raid. <laughs> uh, Forsaken raid. If JD's still there, I'm sure he remembers. They did, back in Destiny 1, they did Crimson Days, and they did, uh, Ghost Shells. And I, dude, I think... The drop rate for the chocolate shell, it might have been less than 1%. Oh, yeah, like, I think I have one of those in D1. Well, yeah, they eventually, I think they gave everyone yeah. one because the drop rate was so bad in Crimson. <laughs> and, like, people were, like, you know, like, typically the community, you know, throwing a fit, but then Bungie, like, looked into it, and they're just like, uh, yeah, this actually was a really bad drop rate like there was like I think might have been a bug or something that was causing it not to drop and yeah they I think they end up just giving everyone the chocolate ghost shell because back then like we didn't have a whole lot of ghost shells compared now we have like 50 <laughs> no so, you're, you're underballing there buddy yeah uh... so if you had the ghost shell like you were <laughs> you were you know top dog for sure mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Once you collect, no, cool to see them bring once, stuff back. Once you've collected both sparrows and claimed the associated triumph, an exclusive emblem will become available through Bungie Rewards. Uh, emblem was okay. Uh, yeah. Eververse will feature some of the items from previous events for Bright Dust, including two new items exclusive for Crimson Days. Will be available for silver only, which is the Heartful Union multiplayer emote. Alright, moving on. Uh, I thought you might have had something to say about that, but. Oh, the emote? Yeah. No, I mean, I... <clears throat> it looks okay. I'm not huge in the emotes. Like, I have yet to buy a single emote. So, with silver. So, like. Mm. So, I don't know, I figured it would be silver. Like, it's probably going to be, like, their best cosmetic thing that we see in Crimson. So, I figured they would do silver for it. Uh, next up is the changes to swords. Yes, swords it's are getting a one. change. Huge. It's a pretty big change. Uh, for instance, swords are going to get energy now, in addition to ammo. Uh, so swords will now have their own reserve energy that recharges naturally on its own and is not to be confused with ammo capacity this energy will overtake your melee slot while you're wielding a sword and is spent on various actions I'm interested to see on how this affects (sighs) Crucible really? yeah um it's gonna it's only going to affect, um... It's only going to affect, like, heavy attacks and guarding, though, right? No, there was light attacks, too. Yeah, well, the light attack difference is that 
they're not going to have only a three-hit combo. It's going to be an infinite loop for light attacks. And apparently all sorts can cleave. I don't know what that even means. Uh, I don't use swords a whole lot. But apparently only certain swords were able to cleave before. Uh, while the basic three-hit combo is a staple for melee weapons in most games, and your shooter leaves player extremely open em- enemies, which is absolutely true. <clears throat> uh, letting light attacks loop, which uh, we also push them into heavy attacks apart further. Uh, cleaving on light attacks was previously only on aggressive swords, but we opted to add it to the rest of them for a hack and slash. Uh, so yeah, like there's nothing about sword energy... In the light attacks. Okay, so yeah, even still heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I wonder how that like charges. And so, say if you have a full melee, you pop a sword, you're able to do a heavy attack around the corner, and then go back to your primary weapon. And then I wonder if like if you recharge, like if you like recharge your melee, you then pop your sword again, and you have the heavy attack, or do you have to then? Have again, energy and sword ammo are two different things. But yeah, I'm assuming because it takes over your melee, so I'm assuming <clears throat> that's what your energy is. Oh, well, your energy. Okay, so for just think about it. Like if you're playing normal, you still you'll still have your melee ability, but once you switch over to sword, instead of your melee ability being there, it'll flip over to the energy that the sword has. So it's, I wonder if it recharges while you're not holding the sword, or unless you have to be holding the sword. I think it recharges, but it can't. It's not going to do anything. Like it says, your heavy attacks now consume sword energy, while you're uh, always able to perform a heavy attack. The attack is stronger when you have full energy and weaker when you don't. So I guess you. I mean, so I guess you could attack. use a heavy attack, but it's not going to be as damaging, right? But if you have full charge ability, I mean, that's going to be a one-hit. Mm. I don't know. One hit. I don't know. So, I don't know. That's where, like, if it charges, when you have, do you have to have the sword equipped, like, in your hands for the energy to charge? Or can you swap and basically have it be, like, a passive charge? Because, like, I feel like it's, like, passively charging while not holding it. I think that could be really broken in Crucible. I want to say that having you need to have sword energy for it to do any damage, but what I'm reading here doesn't say that. So you might be right yeah, about that. Yeah, like that's what like <clears throat> I feel. Now, if you have to like hold the sword and then that's how you grow, I guess the energy. Like, it may not be as bad because you're not going to want people, like, running around. Like, they're not going to run around with swords, but, like, I guess people will because... Well, people run around with swords mainly just to have the camera view. Yeah. And so now you're basically going to have the camera view, and then eventually you're going to pretty much have heavy throughout a good portion of a Crucible match. Because, like, even though it's not heavy... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Um, 
So, yeah, they, anyways, under heavy attacks, they said the sword play in many situations boiled down to endlessly mashing heavy attack button instead of mixing up the attacks, which wasn't quite the most interesting experience. Please do note that the aerial heavy attacks, as a general rule, do not consume sword energy, but that they can be very, uh, that can vary based on the sword. Uh, also, back up to guarding. Uh, guarding now uses sword energy instead of consuming ammo. Uh, different guards like. have well, different. I guess with that, uh, go on. Different guards have different consumption rates, uh, damage resistance, and behaviors. To be sure to to experiment, find a guard type that you like. You still need at least one ammo to begin guarding, though, uh, which makes me think that they have to have something like that for heavy. But anyways. Uh, back during the season of the Drifter, the Stronghold Exotic for Titans was introduced, allowing them to guard with relative impunity and opening up more interesting opportunities for swords to shine in a variety of content, which caused us to take another look at the guard function itself. Though the guard function has always existed, it was never really considered with, with the cost. Uh, with this change, we hope that players will use their guard intelligently to protect themselves instead of it being an almost unused button. Estasi Stronghold has also been modified to still allow Titans a unique guarding experience. So, yeah, Stronghold was pretty much useless. As soon as I got that thing, I was like, why do I have this? Because uh, I never guard. Like, who guards with the sword, right? It's all about attack. I mean, other than in Pit. I guess. Like, but you have to get... That's the only way you can kill a certain enemy in that fucking thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, shield bypass. A portion of most sword attacks can partially bypass elemental shields. Uh, we added this to give swords a little bit more personality difference from shotguns who share a very similar role in combat. It's a powerful CQC weapon. Portion of most sword attacks can partially bypass elemental shields. Alright, that sounds interesting. Uh, in general, swords have also had some of the damage amounts for different attacks changed, and the various sword perks have been adjusted. So you want to experiment a bit after the changes hit. We do hope you enjoy the changes. Uh, go ahead. Very interesting. I mean, as I say, kind of going back to like the heavy attack being in Crucible, like I'm kind of interested in seeing how that affects Crucible. Yeah. Because I mean, if yeah, if you're able to like basically have a free heavy, heavy sword, hit, yeah, yeah, throughout the thing, because you figure that's gonna probably be a thirty second cooldown at least. It doesn't say here, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm just gonna guess. I mean, so. I mean, everybody's going to be rocking a sword, like, <laughs> in Crucible. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. So, I, so yeah, I'm very interested in seeing with the heavy attacks on how that affects Crucible, because I would have liked to seen them add in writing that you have to, like with the guarding, where you have to have at least one ammo to begin guarding. If they would have added that in the writing with heavy attacks... I'm not too worried about it because right. once you die, you lose your heavy. Mm -hmm. Okay, like and then if for some reason you don't die and you just keep wrecking with it, okay, like it. But at least you got heavy; it's still kind of broken a little bit. But I think with this scenario, potentially it could be broken. Maybe I'm completely wrong and just absolutely crazy. But the way I'm reading this is basically your energy is basically a melee for your sword. So you're going to yeah. generate energy 
you're gonna have a heavy attack, and right there's a one-hit kill. And then on top of that, you have the camera angle with the sword. <clears throat> like, yep. I, I want to know like where they they kind of thought. I mean, I'm hoping the writing on this twab is off, and they forgot to add that you need to have one ammo. And I'm completely fine with the change, but. Well, I do kind of like that they are trying to change things up with swords because nobody uses swords. You only like, use swords if you want to have some fun. You're not using swords for any yeah. real... Or you're trying use. to, like, one phase Riven. Or not one phase, but she's Riven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <clears throat> so I, I do like, like they kind of are trying to change it up a little bit, but, like, I just hope that it doesn't break crucible and especially break a certain game mode that's potentially coming out next season <laughs> so hopefully everything works out fine and I'm overthinking this situation but we'll see. yeah we'll see uh let's see I'm gonna load up 12 on reddit to see if they replied anything but uh can you just take it from the crimson dates patch notes uh Yet. So Crimson Days okay. ahead, next, uh, there'll okay, be some there we go. known issues about the event. Alright, Crimson Days ahead. Next week, Crimson Days returns to the Crucible. Our help article will update on February 11th, 2020, to bring you updated information about the event, including that it will end on at the weekly reset on February 18th. There are a few known issues about the event. Players will be unable to accept Lord Shack's Fire of the Crimson Days emblems if they already have had the emblem in their inventory. Deleting the emblem will allow, the, allow them to accept the new one and complete the Welcome to Crimson Days milestone. It's kind of interesting, but makes sense. Uh, players who are removed from a match and rejoin will not be able to respawn until the current round ends. Each player will be waiting for Ally to revive for the remainder duration of the round. Okay, that's kind of makes sense, I guess. It's kind of shitty if you would happen to get, like, lose connection and get kicked. But at least you're able to rejoin. And I'm hoping that's something that they bring forward in a future PvP game mode that we're potentially receiving next season. <laughs> uh, Crimson Days bounties do not advance the Crucible Bounty Vendor challenge. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, Hotfix 2.7.1.1 The resolved issues Next Tuesday, February 11th We will receive a Destiny 2 Hotfix 2.7.1.1 This update will receive some issues Currently affecting players Here is another preview of some of the issues That will be resolved Hopefully we don't have Thief With this hotfix Thief? Yeah, Thief Because that's what happened with the last hotfix when we got all of our glimmer and shards. Oh, and... oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the Aphrodite's gift triumphs will reactivate, unlocked for players who turn in fifty Iron Banner packages in the season of the dawn. I know JD had this issue. I had so... it. It was fixed for me a while back, but yeah. it's still there for some people. <clears throat> the Get Closer Pursuit will no longer have its progress reset when resetting it for me. This is retroactive and will auto-complete for any player who has already been above Mythic rank this season. That would suck. But luckily that is getting fixed. 
Uh, a season nine, a season nine Iron Banner Triumph has been added to that track's purchase packages from Lord Saladin. That is auto retroactive. Okay, that's kind of. Why are you adding that? I was trying to <laughs> save all my goddamn Iron Banner to. I want that Triumph now. <laughs> uh, additionally, here's the timeline for Destiny 2 Hotfix 2.7.1.1. Releases on Tuesday, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Destiny 2 maintenance will begin. Players may experience sign-on issues during maintenance. 8.45, players will be removed from activities and will be unable to log in until 9 a.m. 9 a.m., Destiny 2. Point seven point one one will release and players will be able to log in. Ten AM Destiny Two maintenance will end. Interesting. I think that's about their normal times. Current known issues. We will continue to investigate various known issues. Here is a list of the latest issues that were were reported to us in our help form. Uh, players are continuing to report increased tower load times after two point seven point one, which I know there's been some especially on console it's really bad i'm always in my inventory so like i never really i guess i still i still notice it but yeah i do know a lot of claimmates have said stuff uh the play and the odds emblem doesn't drop and cannot be reacquired from collections while we investigate the only way to receive the emblem right now is to set your rank three times in one season yeah i'll pass in the bright future quest, orbs of light that are collected sometimes are not accurately reflected in the quest progress. Some players have reported that deleting or claiming a bounty may help with progressions issues. Uh, for a full list of emergent issues in Destiny 2, players can review our known issues article. Players who observe other issues should report them to our help form. Did you uh, get that playing the odds quest done? Is that the newest one? That's the, uh, yeah, the Gambit. Seasonal Gambit quest. Oh, I have not, actually. Okay. I have not. We should play some Gambit sometime. I'll be down to play some Gambit. I played some Gambit with JD this past weekend. So. Alright. Uh, I can't find anything. They haven't made it. Oh, uh, if you had told me that there would be a drama about Swords and Destiny, I would have laughed in your face and lit a cigar and distracted it by because I don't smoke. Or discarded it. Oh, that's just, uh, true Vanguard. So yeah, there's, like, people in the PvP community are (laughs) kind of upset about this. (laughs) Did I not call it, like, that, like, that change is just... I hope it's worded wrong, but man, like... Why make that change right before fucking trials? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope that you need to have uh, sword ammo in order to use that, because otherwise, it's it's pretty broken. Yeah, man. Like, I know it's just one free hit, but it's like one free hit, like every time it's been recharged. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm saying every thirty seconds they have. A one-hit kill. I mean, so you, you're going to have people rocking around with whatever kinetic gun they want to. Lord of Wolves and a sword. Or an Arantil. Yeah. And then, use, and then use the sword yeah. as a shotgun. Arantil, I mean, I don't get killed by, like, a whole lot no. compared to Lord of Wolves. Because yeah. not everybody has an Arantil. It's funny because one's a legendary and one's an exotic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, 
long story short, exotics don't really feel exotic anymore. No, so. I, I thought about bringing that up, but maybe we'll just make that a topic for next week. Yeah, we can do that because next week might be a little rough. I don't know. We'll find uh, out. Yeah, yeah. They always kind of surprise us and something happens. Yeah, no word on yeah. uh, any kind of clarification there. So. Yeah, I just, man, I just want, who, like, <laughs> how, like. Yeah. I love that you're trying to, like, bring a weapon and have it, like, have some, like, maybe some value. And you're probably thinking, and this is where I've always kind of said with people talk about destiny pvp like it is so hard to balance it because they have like they have to separate the sandboxes somehow i don't know if that's even possible theoretically it should be because all you have to do is separate the uh the game modes right see i don't know i i don't i'm not like coding developing but like i don't know if that's even possible to have like <clears throat> it's like whenever something does get nerfed in PvP, it gets nerfed in PvE. Like it does. I, so they need to learn how to. I don't even know if you can separate sandboxes in Destiny Two, and if that has to be something that has to be done in Destiny Three. Because I mean, I have n- absolutely no clue. I would love to talk to a developer to maybe like figure that out and maybe understand it a little bit better. Yeah. But that change, like that they're making with swords, would be perfect. Absolutely perfect for PVE. Mm-hmm. But for PvP, it's completely broken. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see if there will be any clarification for next week. Um, yeah. But until then, guys. Uh, Ju- or I was going to say Justin. You're not Justin. You're Sully. I'm not Justin. Uh, Sully, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and at Mixer at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitch as Kane Plays Stuff. We're also on Charshot.com for audio, video, and written content. Uh, email me, Thomas at Charshot.com, if you have any questions or want to get in touch with me. Uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Review us there, please. It helps out the show quite a bit. Please leave a review. And to prove. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, until then, guys, eyes down, Guardians.